0: Listener discretion. Firstly, in any of the stories that we cover in this episode, any of the humour will never be aimed towards any of the victims. Secondly, any impressions that are done are only done for the purpose of humour and mean no offence. Now, on with the episode. It's Grandad. And Doug. And back with another episode of Better Show. Imagine that it is nighttime. You are all alone, on an overlook that spans hundreds of miles. There, you can not only see the land, but also gain a full appreciation of the universe above you. The stars. They shine bright tonight. Almost too bright. You are alone, and yet, you can never be alone ever again. The stars. The stars, they seem to be fading and your vision with them and with that you remember exactly where you are We are now going to cover, in today's episode, conspiracy theories, which you've done a fair bit of research on. I was sure if you wanted to cover one, then we'll dive into, so to speak, into one of mine.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I, mean, I, I I've started off, they're all quite light and breezy ones until I get to, like, the last couple.
0: Okay, no worries. If you co- cover a couple of the lighter ones, and then we'll cover one of mine.
1: So, uh, we'll start off with the good old one, that aliens helped build Stonehenge. The series of boulders that make up Stonehenge have long puzzled experts and provided material ripe for conspiracy theorists. Obviously there's no they've been around for centuries. How did they get there? Mm. Too big to have moved. Um without basic transportation technology, such as wheels, there's no obvious answer to how the big stones were moved there and how the hell they would be lifted onto each other and arranged in such a formation. Yeah. Much of what scientists Uh, do know about the construction of stonehenge is from educated guesses and constantly evolving technology the news of which suggests that in fact two of the largest boulders uh, that make up stonehenge have always been more or less where they sit today so it's saying they've always been there Hmm. they were there during the time and that's just pot luck that they were there and other things were formed around them have you been to stonehenge yes (coughs) alternatively of course scientists could shun the research um, of Eric Von Dacken's Seymour book, Charlotte of the Gods, which makes the argument that many ancient megastructures, such as Stonehenge, the pyramids, and the Easter Island Heads, are all done by aliens. Okay. Why do they want to come down and put these markings here? Who knows? But... Yeah, that's what many people believe that Stonehenge and things like that were formed by aliens. What were your
0: thoughts about Stonehenge, or do you just believe it well, was
1: Well, pyramids, I uh, support that. In uh, the um Egyptians did it. Hmm. The um rhino Heggs I think that's quite often 'cause they were chiseled out by villagers for worshipping. Stonehenge, I'm not sure. I mean it's definitely it's an area of pa- pagan legend hmm. but I have no idea how they would have formed it. Because mm, it's on a hill, isn't it? It's yeah. Definitely raised. It's quite high up. Yeah. I mean, I can accept that there was a couple stones that may have formed something naturally. But
0: nothing like that could have formed naturally. To
1: be that kind of structure, it's no. Curious. Uh,
0: it's definitely definitely an odd one, like you say. Um, there, there's no way that um, the technology would have been around to do things like that, and lifting implements and things like that as well. The only thing I can think of is earthbenders. Ah. <laughs> the great nations brilliant Um. so have you got one more for uh, for us and then we'll go dive into one of, my, one of mine
1: yep. classic conspiracy theory I don't think we couldn't stop without touching on the reptilian elite yeah reptoid is a conspiracy theory which advances the argument of reptilian humanoids living among us hmm. with the intention of enslaving the human race it is being campaigned by former BBC sports presenter David Icke who believes like Rose of Bob Hope, members of the royal family and former US presidency, um, but they're all actually reptilians in human skin. Mm. Now, there's lots of things, like if there's a TV series called V, which is about aliens who look like reptiles who come down to this planet. It's very, very entertaining. And there's, if you've got a new watch, there's quite a few ones, a good one of a news presenter, who has, just as he finishes, they say he may think he was off air, and then he closes a second set of eyelids before mm. actually blinking, so many people. I mean, I think, I think it's just stupid, but it's, well, it's fun. But many people do believe that there is a race of aliens. Some say, alien reptiles. Some say reptiles who live but know us who have. Yeah, that's really
0: speaking terrestrial to our planet.
1: There's a few different conspiracy theories of what they, where they come from, but the main thing is they're among us in our skin against us.
0: Yeah, um, there was also reports that reti- reptilian uh, bodies were found aboard the ship of Roswell, mm. um, along with human remains as well, which is quite interesting, seeing that the remains were already on board despite the fact
1: the ship had been airborne and crashed. Maybe they had taken some already to yeah. prepare to wear. <laughs> Who like, are you wearing, this
0: Like <laughs> Amazing. I mean, talking about Slovene, Doctor Who also did a coverage of the reptilians with the repti- reptilians yeah. living beneath. I don't know if I believe it was a, a Matt Smith episode. Yeah. When
1: Rory got forgotten.
0: Uh, yeah. I almost got what I wanted, the end of the pond. <laughs> <laughs> so, um something that I know that both of us were quite in um excited to cover during this episode, is the Stargate owned by none other than Saddam Hussein. <laughs> So the theory goes that in the Second Gulf War, and when it was waged, it was waged in order to close a Stargate that was owned by Hussein. The fear was that an existence of an active device like this could lead to an alien invasion of Earth. The theory was put forward by an Australian scientist called Dr. Um, Michael E. I think I'm saying that right. Um, uh, Sorry, E. Salah who stated that uh, the pretext uh, for invading Iraq put forward by Bush and Blair was a cover for something out of this world. (laughs) The Stargate was supposedly hidden in an area of Iraq known as the Dark Ziggard. However, it would seem that as part of the Doctor's theory um, that the aliens had already made contact and had an involvement for a very long time in the area, dating all the way back to the early days of the Sumerian civilization he believes that two groups of aliens periodically visit humanity on a 3,600 year cycle this coincides with a Nibri, um yeah I think that's how you say it having an orbit that sometimes brings it close to earth when I say close I mean an orbit that's somewhere between Mars and Jupiter <laughs> It was during one of these visits that, in 1991, during the first Gulf War, that the U.S. Air Force F-16 accidentally shot down one of their flying saucers, that the doctor believes was on a mission to an active Stargate in question to the active Stargate in question.
1: It's <coughs> interesting. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. fact that like, I, if you're going to support the thing that like aliens built things on this planet, you know, makes you, you do think maybe they have come to visit. Like maybe cause, In terms of space and energy, we are a young planet and maybe there is a race out there keeping a check on us and visiting us because they're advanced and actually 20 million years to us is not much to them. Hmm. So maybe they we're like they were like our babysitters until we evolve or destroy
0: a thousand years is the mere heartbeat in the life of the elf <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely an interesting one but it's one that constantly crops up as being one of the more absurd of conspiracy yeah, theories
1: Stargate itself is stupid
0: yeah but what I
1: do say um, like the film Paul yeah? where they say what well, you look exactly like we see on TV and they say that's because I've uh, been captured in A51 and the government have dripped you images of me to get you used to the idea of aliens if they ever invaded. So maybe mm. things like we've seen all this sci-fi stuff, it's actually based loosely around an actual event. I and
0: mean, that's something that Primeval speculates on, a really good um, British series around um, prehistoric creatures, um, that all legends and myths it speculated has some kind of real context behind it. Yeah. Something is based off a physical creature or event that took place that's been warped through time but at its core remains true and that's something that leads us into a topic that I know you hate and I know everyone hates but it's fine because it's my specialist subject and that of course is people. <laughs> <laughs> so um, people, they have a record that dates back further than most uh, myths and legends going all the way back to the early cave paintings that depict a war with mer-people. Um I showed you just now a 10 real mermaids caught on tape video Which technically was only nine because one of them was actually a prop from Pirates in the Caribbean that washed up of on a Mexican place. coast yeah,
1: sure.
0: Okay, but one that I found really compelling is um, the deep sea one
1: That was the only one I thought was interesting it looked exactly like blue from Hellboy. <laughs> but I mean, the washed up ones, it's in my mind clearly just dummies and stuff. Do you think the one see. that washed
0: up on the British coast was a murder in a bin bag? Possibly.
1: <laughs> uh, all the ones like the one on the picture, it, yeah. it was like actual women, mm. is absolutely. It's, it's just someone with like a body can, tail. Yeah. It is quite common. Especially, I think it's the America growing with women. They do get full scale. It mm. look, look, does look real. Yeah. So that's that. And I mean that blue one was the only one that looked slightly credible, but it's easily CGI.
0: So you're not convinced by the one that was found in the museum and was tied up on a crate that was slightly different to your average murr person, where they had the fish head, fish tail, but then a human body and a set of four breasticles.
1: No, that was retarded. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, well, if, if that was real, why would it be? Why they say, say they're dying?
0: Mm. Because people
1: are terrible. Mm. Um,
0: there was also the one that was captured in Iraq of the um, mermaid sitting on mm. a rock. Um, what I noticed in that video is there's not much of a splash that's made by the mermaid diving into the water.
1: My issue is all of it is, like, where they are so close? If it was real and they were making sightings, technology today is so advanced, it'd be quite easily captured. captured. It wouldn't be all zooming in and outy. Um, so the one that
0: was captured in the um, deep sea fishing net uh, which was one of the f- uh, further ones towards the end, that footage has actually been used in the Body Found documentary, which was mm. on uh, planet Earth, which uh, was then debunked as being a fake documentary, which kicked up a lot of uproar in itself. Um, but it was simply made to broaden people's thoughts as to what might actually be out there.
1: My only but- issue with that <laughs> is, why was he filming? On his yeah. day to day job on that boat.
0: And it looked quite rough seas. You wouldn't, you would be all hands on deck trying to secure whatever they Yeah, On call. the
1: day to day life of a, of a sea fisherman, I'm pretty sure they don't wear body cams. No. <laughs> <laughs> so why? Why, okay. why, on the one instance he decides to wear a body cam, they catch a creature? It's.
0: Mm. Okay. What about the one that was uh, filmed? Was it in the Mexican cave system? Mm. That one was quite interesting it because it, went, it swam towards the.
1: Deeper portion of the cave. I think that was just a woman in a suit. Yeah? If it was a real mermaid, why would she not have been surprised or gone to interact with the humans? Mm.
0: But the theory that's posed by this documentary is that mer people that they believe are out there, uh, they try their best not to interact with people and try to remain hidden.
1: Again, I think that was just a woman in a suit. Yeah? In my, in my okay.
0: Way. So out of all of them, you're most, the one that you think might be the most. Unbelievable,
1: was or the deep, possible
0: was the deep sea one yeah
1: cool but again that On could easily be green screened yeah they could have just been sat in a fake thing with green screens around them
0: okay no worries <laughs> so you've got a couple more to cover and then I've got one more that I'd like to cover which actually has a bit of um, activity from you which
1: should Ooh, be should, okay. should be interesting I'm looking forward to it <laughs> so the next one I found tickled me a bit mm mm-hmm. Prince Charles is a vampire sweet
0: is this why he (laughs) you know is you know not so decrepit I don't know
1: like all good conspiracy theories this one has some basic fact okay according to the genealogical records Prince Charles is believed to be a descendant from Vlad the Impaler was that his tinder name (laughs) (laughs) yeah this potion for the Bram Stokes Dracula have you seen it which one, sorry? Uh, the newest Dracula. I have not, no. Is this? okay? Okay. First revealed in in, uh, I don't know his last name, 1892's book, Royal Highness, the prince can trace his lineage back through the great-grandmother, uh, Queen Mary, the consort of George V to Vlad Fourth, the half-brother of the notorious ruler. Mm-hmm. The heir to the throne has even appeared in a promotional video for the Roman National Tourist Office joking... Transylvania is my blood. In 2017, it was reported that Charles had even been offered the horrific title of Prince of Transylvania because of his links with the region and the promotion of the Transylvanian as a tourist destination. All this has pr- has proved fertile, fertile ground of conspiracy theorists who claim, like the rest of the royal family, Prince Charles is not all he seems and may in fact have more in common with the infamous ancestor than just a drop of blood
0: because it's interesting you should bring up the royal family because there's several different conspiracies that um, hold around it like Kawaii Kaneko told me about one around Queen Elizabeth our current ruler um, where she supposedly has like a meat locker and that's how she of human flesh and that's how she remains so healthy Mm -hmm. Um, and there's another one again from Doctor Who that speculates around a whole werewolf biting that took place during Victoria's reign that then is known as the royal disease so, definitely quite interesting that the rules roy- have.
1: Well, there's always stuff to do with them.
0: Mm. As there are about the um, current American rulers.
1: Yeah.
0: I suppose the people of any country would make up stories perhaps to make their day to day lives a bit more interesting and make the rules seem even more out of the league of us ordinary people.
1: Possibly. But the rules definitely do have secret lives.
2: Yeah.
0: But just maybe well, maybe it's
1: true. Maybe money and wealth do does bring a long, prosperous life.
0: Maybe, <laughs> I mean, for for the most part, the Queen doesn't have to do fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she she goes to places it and she okay. helps she to does, boost morale. She does a
1: bit more than what everyone says she does. Yeah, I, th- I think we should give her quite a lot of credit though. She's more of a tourist and peacekeeper than an actual ruler, though. Mm. She doesn't have any much real ruling authority.
0: Um, the only the only authority that she has is she can declare war, can't she?
1: Yeah, and she can close Parliament. I think, mm. but to be honest, if, you, if she tried to do anything against Parliament, we'd probably just end up having civil war in Parliament. saying, well, fuck you, we'll do, our, do whatever we want. Yeah. So <laughs> she just said, Ah, fuck this! I'm gonna step back. Yeah. Philip, try it down sucking on children.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that has a double meaning. <laughs> ah. Right, so do you have any more for us to cover from your I research? have a few more. Okay, go for it. <laughs> uh,
1: this next one is yes. really fun to talk about because I thought we had to talk about it. We we're going to talk about a conspiracy series. Yes. The Flat Earth Society oh, yeah. <laughs> was established in the 1800s by the English inventor Samuel Briley uh, Roboth. Were you drops on your head? <laughs> <laughs> and remains at very forefront of 11th century thinking. Mm. <laughs> of course it does. Things like manned missions to the moon, satellite photography, and the round Earth from space, and endless series of Prof. Brian Cox's inspirational TV show. Still, they've got one, two, one thousand likes on Facebook, and celebrities who have expressed anti-scientific uh, sayings and actually support for the theory
0: okay first of all Facebook is full of dumb people so that that's nothing to go by I mean, and second like, you, you've listened to our space episode haven't you yeah. so you heard that we covered a bit about the flat earth society and did you I don't know if we talked about this because I think it was given to me as information after the fact but apparently one of their arguments is that our eyes are globes and therefore they distort the light and therefore what we see so we see the curvature of the earth where in fact that it doesn't exist yeah and the other experiment that they did in a two hour documentary that I lost two hours of my life to um, where the Flat Earth Society wanted to prove once and for all that there is no curvature to the earth. They placed they went to a large river in the, I think it was in the States and they placed um, wooden panels in the river and then on the far bank. And the theory was that they're going to shoot it through a little hole in the first panel. And if it hits the same height on the furthest panel, then there's no curvature to the earth. The problem that they face, the main problem, which obviously not that, that it's all bollocks, but that the laser would distort and then also get wider. So when it hit the far bank, it not only hit the entire block of wood, but the entire bank behind it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's all bollocks. I, I mean, people have travelled
1: around the world. Apparently, it's a fact.
0: I did do a bit of conspiracy uh, theory research, which brought me across the one that I want to cover at the end. But um, one thing apparently, that the flat earth society also believe is that there is a massive wall of ice that goes around the entire cr- like edge of this disc that they believe that we live on, that stops all the water and I quote all the tasty fishies from falling off the edge of the world. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. Because it seems ridiculous that we've gone to space and we've explored deep regions of the ocean, but never once have we crossed this mysterious giant ice wall.
1: Sucking bollocks.
0: Yeah, it is absolute rubbish.
1: If if that's true, then why is it dark in Australia when it's midday here?
0: Yeah. Um, I think they had another theory, because then believe it or not the flat earth society they have an etsy store and they have gift shops and all this shit and one of their um it's it's quite creative like i can appreciate the creativity behind it still bollocks though that one of the theories is that the flat earth is is in a dome and they created like a clock face that has the earth sorry the moon and the sun on it and it shows the rotation around but even that it doesn't match up with how things happen on a day-to-day basis but this place is... Like, this society is massive. And people have conventions, and apparently there's arguments between two different factions of flat-earth society. It's stupid. It's so ridiculous. It's
1: people with too much time on their
0: hands. Yeah. With nothing better to do. They're, they're, they, uh, so you said this was an English thing? That... Uh,
1: yeah, it was invented by... God English inventor. damn it! <laughs> really
0: England, I thought better, better of you. Oh... God damn it. And what year? 1800s. 1800s. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, yeah, because there's a lot of. um, It came up in, like, The Legend of Sinbad, didn't it? And also in Pirates in the Caribbean 3. Yeah. It's, It's in a lot of lore, but. What, are you really going to trust drunk English sailors that go off? We
1: don't live on Discworld, okay?
0: Yeah, you're going to trust someone that comes into port half drunk off his ass. He's like, well, first of all, there are more people everywhere.
1: We lost Jimmy over the edge, man! We lost
0: Jimmy over the edge, which is scary, because on my list I did not have a single Jimmy. And also, uh, there's an edge of the earth that looks strangely like Niagara Falls, but we believe it's the edge of the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on from this yes. ridiculous thing.
1: Yeah. Uh we all live in a matrix.
0: Ah, yes, the matrix theory. So this is something that um I covered with Mr. Black on the episode that will be that has already come out for you guys, but will be coming out on the uh midnight release of Halloween evening. But
1: um there are a collection of billionaires, yes, who actually obviously they have nothing better to do, believe really there's so much, they have invested their money to actually hire a team of scientists to spend their days working on breaking out of the matrix and how are they how are they doing this i don't really i haven't really gone into detail of their research i just know that have two tech billionaires have gone so far as to secretly engage scientists to work on breaking out i have a theory so um i believe a little bit
0: in the matrix theory and i talked about it in the episode so i won't bore the listeners again with my theory behind it but there was one thing that we covered that was quite interesting and a lot of people experience the outside area of the simulation through taking narcotics mm. so do you think these scientists are just giving their <laughs> <word? and> <laughs> drugs? they're just shooting them up they're they're off their tits but they're having a wonderful time
1: but i mean <laughs> like a lot of like things like ghost sightings mm. and schizophrenia or flashbacks to past lives could all be explained by glitches and stuff mm. and like like sometimes as i'm driving home i'll you no, know, I might I say to myself, oh, I've drifted off in my mind and I've autopiloted and I've and i am like, Oh fucking hell, I'm, I'm driving. <laughs> Not good. But I like, I think to myself, Oh, I'm here when I was there, I must have just drifted off, but maybe I've <laughs> Yeah. You've you've jumped. Yeah. The gap. Glitched. Out. Yeah.
0: Because I suppose if there was a simulation and it's all around the Mayan calendar as well, that the Earth ended in twenty twelve and some kind of alien god essentially then built a simulation it, Preempting that and then stuck us in it I suppose they they probably look at people driving and be like wow this is fucking boring let's put this on Windows Vista and let's hope it doesn't crash I mean
1: <laughs> one thing that you know I think kind of supports this, is if you look at the way technology has advanced you know up to like 18th century there was real slow progression mm. no big booms and then from 1900s to now yeah cars planes phones it's like pfft, massive mm. massive jump mm. and i know you can say things like oh because one bit of technology evolves it then helps other things evolve and things like it's hard to say war helps technologies and things like that and the chinese yeah, the chinese but it's just interesting how you've suddenly yeah we're suddenly in this age of technology mm. and
0: we and we don't we can't really put our finger on what caused this spurt of knowledge mm. Other than possibly some greater influence.
1: I mean, that could also that could just explain loads of thick mm. holes and things, like how the things happened because it was written. That's mm. how it's programmed. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. It's definitely an interesting one and it's one that I'm I'm torn on. I don't know if I believe in it and I don't know mm. if I don't.
1: I mean, that's how a lot of people um, justify mental illness mm. it's your software corrupted. Man, mine. Yeah, you
0: are fucked. Fuck, man. Am I running off, running off Windows 98? Ugh. God, I'm all, I'm all, my um, mentality is all on a floppy drive. <laughs> uh, it's been
1: dunked in Coke and milk. Uh, moving on. Chemicals in the water are turning people gay. <laughs> conspiracy What? (laughs) and radio (laughs) host Alex Jones is famous for his unbelievable theories as well as Uh, his public statements that that, um, many won't agree with yep Apart from being anti-vax, dickhead, pro-guns, twat, and a believer that the government <laughs> have has you to written this? The weather. <laughs> You've written various insults for him. He also claims that the government is putting chemicals in the water that are turning people into homosexuals. What? He later changed his theory to say that the chemicals, also known as gay bomb, <laughs> is even is turn- it something from Lush? Is even turning the frogs gay?
0: Well, first of all, if we go back to our good old Dr. Grant, he said that some amphibians are able to change their sex from male to female. (laughs) So there are no gay frogs, because they can be whatever the hell they want. Second of all, if I go back uh, to our good good friends the Greeks, (laughs) they invented most of this shit. They invented all the kinks that exist today. They invented being
1: gay on a larger scale. So there is no... (coughs) I'm not going to put it past the government to do things because they did, uh in in you know, prohibition, not to when they outlawed alcohol, they yeah. did, actually did do things like start poisoning alcohol supplies to put people off. Hmm. So I'm not I'm not about believing government putting things in water supplies, but what is the benefit? Do you think it's population control? Oh, it could well be but
0: in this day and age they can do examination so you think they're sitting there around that kind of cliche large round table that you see in war films and they're sitting there thinking you know what we can't poison the water supply because twitter will slaughter us what can we do what can we do well I have an idea boys well, I have a brilliant idea you know what sucking dick that doesn't create kids at all
1: <laughs> amazing But here's where we get to the heavy stuff okay oh no not that one. come on I wasn't going to touch that. Cool. The CIA and AIDS. Yes. Ever since HIV and AIDS was first identified in the US in 1981, mm-hmm. rumours have persisted as it's to original origin. One of the most outlandish theories has nevertheless been captured the imagination of conspiracy theorists is that the deadly virus was created by the CIA to wipe out homosexuals and the African-Americans on the order of the US President Richard Nixon. Because to begin with, it was mostly we're in that sort of area, had it, and Nixon was a massive homophobe and racist. Yes. Which means he probably wasn't po- making the water supply. <laughs> <laughs> um, it boats a number of high-profile supporters, including former South African president, Fabu something, who once taught the theory, disputing scientific claims that the virus originated in Africa and accusing the US government of manufacturing disease in a military lab. Says Times Magazine. Meanwhile, a number of scientists, including former Nobel Peace Prize Kenyan ecologist Wanga Mafia, have also backed the theory. There's evidence that the CIA connect- Connections was, in fact, created by the KGB as part of the Cold War disinformation campaign to discredit the US. Dubbed Operation Infection the USSR published letters from anonymous US official sources in scientific journals and newspapers throughout the 1980s claiming that the virus was a CIA experiment gone wrong. This initially remained within the medical community, but as the epidemic grew, the theory took hold and persisted to this day. Despite this, most scientists and doctors agree the virus jumped from monkeys to humans somewhere in the Congo during the 1930s, but it's always up for dispute. Hmm. because to be honest it was a sudden burst yeah through a specific type of people
0: when because the general understanding is that it did spread through monkeys mm.
1: how did that happen was it through a bite well this is you know it's actually I don't even remember on GTA 4 you know you could go to the comedy club and see um. Uh, Jimmy uh, oh, I can't remember the comedian's name fuck anyway uh, and one of his jokes in it was, they say we got um. Th- 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 these for monkeys, and they the first guy I said, Oh, what were you doing? Were you eating monkeys? No, I wouldn't do something like that. Were you even eating it or fucking it? <laughs> yeah, I was eating a monkey. <laughs> 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 so, I don't know it could be because some cultures do eat monkeys that's why they that's why they call it to Africans because in Africa there are places that it will eat a monkey brain mm. so they're saying that's where how it happened
0: Indians do that as well, and though. Indians mm. as well
1: so that's saying how the outbreak happened possibly from eating the animals that had it mm. but as I said, um, some scientists in Africa are saying that's not happening. That's not where it came from. It was introduced by you.
0: Isn't it bad that my information around Indians eating monkey brains simply stems from Indiana Jones? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine came from Simpsons. Oh, nice. Both They've, good good, good popular thing, culture. If they are saying it happened from monkeys, mm. Indian culture has been doing that for... for A long time time.
0: time prior and has never contracted Mm. this time. I
1: mean, you could say like viruses do develop over time and it just came about in that period. Mutation. (laughs) For it to spread so quickly among the people that Nixon disliked, it does raise ideas. It
0: raises questions. Mm. Ah, Definitely interesting.
1: The last one I have is Big Pharmacy is withholding the cure for cancer. A long-standing favourite among conspiracy theorists is that medical professionals, led by major pharmaceutical companies, discovered a cure for cancer, but have not made it available to wider public. The argument goes that given the amount of money generated by cancer treatment around the world, the cure would would seriously impact revenue for drug companies, not to mention put many doctors and researchers out of business. I actually think this has quite strong Yeah,
0: I know you and I have talked about this and the theory behind an organisation not wanting to release the cure to a certain disease or mutation within the human body. And it's a very, very difficult one to talk about Mm. because we don't like to suggest that people out there believe that this is the correct thing to do and there are even reasons to withhold the cure to something as massive as cancer from the general public. I don't even want to say, however...
1: But however, you said it on me. <coughs> well, besides the whole financial thing, because obviously yeah. it is a disgrace. But there's a lot of money to be made in medicine, mm. like countless amount paying fund for treatments and medicine. And you all cut kinds out of stuff.
0: the need for all of that, then people lose their jobs and countless amounts of. Um, oh, I can't think of the word, the fancy word for it, um, just cash. Um... <laughs> There all those outlets are gonna disappear.
1: But besides all of that, it's horrible is to say, you do if the government have found it, they probably do need a population control. With public um killings like death sentences no longer an option. Yeah. And with other medicines making people live longer and longer and lifestyles living longer and longer, they probably do see a need to not allow people to cure all diseases
0: i want to cover for those who may take this the wrong way that we um I, I, I feel fairly confident speaking for both of us here that neither of us believe that there should be any um real justifiable reason to deny these people a cure and if a cure were to appear then we would be overjoyed as well as everyone else would
1: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: However, population is rising in such a way where this planet just can't sustain it any longer. Apparently, we've got like somewhere between 30 to 40 years before the planet is past the we can't save it anymore barrier. Um, And space travel and space existence just isn't a thing yet. It's just like biodomes and things like that. The technology just hasn't been explored sufficiently enough in order to just say one day, okay, let's go to the moon, or better yet, let's go to a different planet entirely out of our solar system. Yeah. It just doesn't exist. So the government's thinking, perhaps, behind denying inform information like the cure to cancer to the masses it might be around that and very much so around the survival of earth mm. as a whole and the human race
1: so like going back to the whole water supply thing is also theorised that they <coughs> in some areas put um, mild um, drugs to stop people being able to reproduce
0: yeah contraceptives in the water supply and things like that
1: which is, again another population control a
0: great example of doing something for and I hate to say it but the greater good is, have you ever seen the film The Imitation Game? Yeah. Fantastic film, definitely worth a look. Now, a really big decision that they have to make once they crack the Enigma code, which is the code that the Germans use in order to send their military reports, is whether or not they reveal to the Allies that they've cracked Enigma, and better yet, reveal to the Allies the intended attacks from the Germans. If they do, then the Germans will realise that Enigma is broken and the code will be changed within the day. And all their work would have been for absolutely nothing. However, if they were then denied the Allies quite a lot of information, but allowed the Allies strategic luck, so to speak, in order to save lives, that was the decision that they ultimately took. Mm. But it's such a difficult decision, and another one that people would have to have taken in order to keep the cure... For cancer, just out of the the general loop,
1: if it has even been,
0: if it has even been a thing, we're not saying it is, but if it has, ah, hey, you' very heavy hair and such a difficult one to even comprehend the re- the reasoning behind it. But there, unfortunately, is reasoning there, <coughs> whether or not it's true. But that's all of yours that you've covered. Wow! So thank thank you so much for bringing all that research. That was really really good, and of course, I love going into flat earth. Although some of our jokes do fall a bit flat. No. Ow. Um we we never try to criticise people's beliefs, but I think that's the one in better shows books at least that we If find... you believe
1: that, stop watching the show. Yeah.
0: Sorry, we're not gonna start believing that ever. So, someone that I wanted to introduce you to tonight is Billy Woodard. Now Billy Woodard, um he is a heavy believer of the hollow earth theory. So much so he actually claims to have been there. Inside the Earth. Inside the Earth. With the
1: dinosaurs.
0: (laughs) With the dinosaurs and the other civilizations that live there. Ice Age 3 right here. (laughs) So, um, I'm going to give you a very quick interview from the man of the Hollow Earth. And then I'm going to go into a bit of details about him. And then I'm going to go into an exercise that you're going to perform. That he believes will help you to gain access to the Hollow Earth. Excellent. Mm. So is from an excerpt from an interview from him about the hollow earth. <coughs> Could you give
2: us your name? Yes, it's Billy Woodard. Let's, let's start I like so his Well, that I was born in hollow earth. My mission is to bring forth the contents of Hamblebird's message that was given to him by the Council of the Hollow Earth, the Orionians, Master of the World. The people of Hollow Earth are your sisters and brothers that love you dearly, that are very concerned for your welfare, and they are now preparing to come to the surface. The Agarthians are already on the surface, and the work they're doing is to clear up the atmosphere, your air quality, uh, cleanse the uh, pollutions that are in your oceans. Another claim is that the Earth is about to go through a physical change, as well as higher dimensional change. Agartha is a subterranean city. It is located beneath the landmass known as Tibet. To gain entrance to this Agartha, you must go through what is termed a waterfall. You go behind it. The capital of Tibet there's a waterfall You go behind the waterfall into a cave, a little less than a 45 degree angle going down you get down to the bottom you come to a great door with a symbol of Lemuria on um, that symbol you put your hand upon it it will open, open for you if your heart and mind are in the right place that is how you gain entrance to our world You must be emotionally ready, through what is termed as your mind and vibration, must be at a certain level, and you will be accepted. But most people on the surface are not ready. What you term as global warming is not global warming. It is us melting the ice around the openings so there can be contact with the outer world it is not global warming it is a planned event we must open the waterways so you can bring your vessel into hollow earth so what we are doing we are melting the ice in one area open the waterway up and refreeze it against uh, the far side creating a waterway that is free of ice a new term it global warming. So. Poor
0: polo
1: bears. No, I think it's polo bears.
0: Yeah. What about all the countries that have gone through tsunamis with all that extra water that could have been saved? You know, all those lives that could have been saved and all the. Ah, well. Wow. So, I've got some information here about Bully Woodard. Oh,
1: yeah. Mental patient?
0: No, actually believe it or not so uh, in that interview he claims to have actually been born in hollow earth but he claims to have travelled to hollow earth in a a further six times he is actually a member of the American government yeah not surprising but um, he was stationed at Area 51 January uh, 28th 1971 to 1982 um, so he's visited, the like I say, the in, uh, the interior of Earth six times. The tunnels to the centre of the Earth were made by ancient beings. Levels 16 to 27 of Area 51 were actually made before the government arrived there. Um, and he uh, left the, the Pentagon before going to Area 51 as a first lieutenant. Um, he says, I was taken underground and did not see the light of day for 11 years. The shuttle that transported me were fast enough that I arrived at the center of the Earth in ten minutes.
1: I didn't understand light until I was a man.
0: <laughs> I was thinking more Independence Day, and um, is it uh, d- is it Data the the actor who played Data? He plays the scientist that uh, yeah. Will Smith and um, uh, I can't remember ah, Jeff Goldblum meet in the in the well, I guess in Area Fifty One. Uh, so the beings that live there speak tele- telepathy, and there are seven species that live there. People who want to get to the, the centre of the Earth will have more chance through the use of meditation and through having the right vibrations. So, as he said in that interview, you need the right vibrations. And do you, are, you, are you excited? Because tonight I'm going to show you how to get the right vibrations. In the exercise, we're going to get you Hollow Earth ready. Oh, yeah. So we can start the definitely not invasion of Hollow Earth.
1: What are you going to do if I disappear tonight on my drive home? <laughs>
0: Well, the government take you out. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep an eye on the skies for the black copters. Unfortunately, it's night time, so I won't be able to see them. Um, so there is actually a network of tunnels that go to many corners of the globe that apparently the governments use. So he demonstrates how to rise uh, your vibrations and energies using your third eye, which is the crown that he's wearing on his head in that interview, and indeed in any other documented bit of information about this guy <coughs> uh, so doing so will raise the possibility of you getting to the Hollow Earth so what I need you to do is behind you you've uh, I've placed the rather uh, fancy tea cushion that you so kindly bought me I need you to place that on the floor and sit in front of me in a meditated cross-legged position
1: I'm not very flexible so it's is going to be interesting <laughs> hey, care, then. careful the coat behind you
0: <coughs> right okay so I need you to start with your left hand on your third eye And I need you to bring your hand down to your right knee. This one. The hand that's currently on your right eye. Bring it down to your... Um, Then back up to your third eye. Then hold your hand out to the side in a frozen greetings pose or frozen wave. So like a howl. Bring the two palms of your hands together, forming something similar to a butterfly wing. So kind of like that. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Now turn your hands around and bring them out towards me like you're casting a spell. Brilliant. Fantastic. Then take a deep breath and then you exhale. And as you do, you blow uh, with deep blows through your teeth seven times. (laughs) Then rest but hold the position. And breathe in. And then repeat again. Okay so do you feel the vibrations in you do you feel do you feel like you're ready the more you do this the more your energy will run inside you uh it comes from what he calls the first uh chakra which is situated around your stomach area and yeah you're going you can stop. <laughs> and out through the crown chakra which is your third oh, eye and outwards through your Hadouken. Let's face it, that's what it is. It
1: looks like a Hadouken to me.
0: So through this vibration, uh, uh, so the vibrations will arise, your consciousness will arise, and your energies will rise. But what I thought I wanted to do just to round off this episode of Better Show is I want to actually play, you can now sit back up on your...
1: It's quite comfortable.
0: Okay. I'm now going to play the actual (laughs) exercise in full. (laughs) (laughs) That... uh... That dear old Billy has just
1: through so me, I'm, so I'm gonna do it with him.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Indeed, eleven masters, I'm going to demonstrate on how we are going to um, to raise our vibrations. His head looks like it's fucking... our... yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> looks like the crown squished his fucking skull. And observe. Um, uh, we begin by starting out by uh, with your third eye. Bring your hand down to your right. knee to your left knee and back up to your third eye. So it Now you bring the two palms of your hands together, thus forming me uh, similar to a butterfly wings. How the
0: fuck you is that a butterfly?
2: Vastly. And you begin to blow through your teeth.
1: I didn't do that though.
2: And then rest. I hold it. And then repeat. Will rise and your energy will rise. The more you do it, the better you feel. And that was the demonstration.
0: Indeed. I don't know what he calls out for at the end.
1: Puddy? Is I he want saying some pudding? <laughs> Is he wants pudding? So well, it's we'll... quite interesting because the way it looks like, it's quite. It just looks quite similar to like monks and stuff. How they yeah. exercise. Basic
0: meditation exercises. Yeah and just the fact that he believes this will gain you access to the hollow earth is where it starts to become a bit wacky to backy so (laughs) I first of all want to say thank you so much for joining us for this episode it was very good of you and thank you so much for coming with a couple of pre-prepared conspiracy theories for us to cover this evening you're very welcome it's always fun to be here so if you want to find us on our Facebook page, you can find us at Better Shows, spelled B-E-T-T-A show. You can also find us on our Instagram page, which is The Better Show, with those weird underscore line things. Also, hail Pomperrenos, who is our new podcast god. And there's a mini story about that. So, I was on my way home from work, and you know that road that goes up past where I work? Obviously, none of you guys do. It follows a dual carriageway, quite a busy road. And... It was completely dark and I was looking down whilst listening to my music and I moved to the left for no reason. And then just minutes later, or seconds later, a motorbike rider came down on the path with no lights on, travelling a good 40 miles and went past me and almost knocked me over with the wind blast. So I'd like to hail our podcast god Pomperenos. Pomperenos. Oh, hell Pomperenos! Oh, hell Pomperenos for saving my life and every single life. Moment now, we'll be down to our podcast god,
1: Pomperenos. Was it Pomperenos? Was it the under people?
0: <laughs> was it the under people, or was it AIDS? <laughs> 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 so, from all of us here at Better Show, we wish you a very good evening, night, day, life, and death. And <laughs> we'll see you guys
2: next week. we well, will be a better show.